Hey guys, Jacob here. A uh, quick note about the show, we were swearing a little bit in this episode. I managed to cover up most of them with some wonderfully annoying bleeps and bloops for you guys to enjoy. Um, but if I didn't catch one or two, I apologize. Uh, but I still think it's a good show, so I hope you enjoy, and let's get right on to it. Five, four, three, two, one. Overtime. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Overtime. I'm your host, Jacob Hujik, and with me today is Taylor Severn. Oh, hi, hi. And back from his long hiatus, we got Brian Williams. Oh, there's something in my eye. Great. It's so glad. Heroes never die. <laughs> We're also glad to have you I back. like it. What a oh. great... What a great way to re-enter the show. I have something in my eye. God, that really f***ing hurts. <laughs> okay, right. I'm okay. I'm glad, I'm glad I'm everyone is good. I'm glad everyone is, is fine, doing well, totally not overworked. No, but no, not at all. In today's episode, we will be covering the fact that Anna was released, character buffs and nerfs, the somber teaser, potentially, uh, one of characters in competitive, and tracer strategies. Oh my god, that's so much! I know it's like it's amazing. A, it's like we have a full show or something. It's like we missed a day and, and got no more extra news. Um, maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah. Why don't we get right into it? There was a big patch happened, uh, and among all the goodies in, in that patch was a new character. Um, so why don't we get into it? What do you guys think of Anna? Uh, haven't played her. I haven't seen anyone play her. Really? Uh, haven't played. Oh, okay. Am I the only one that's played in the last week? Well, um, there's been a yeah. lot to do in other things. I know, um, audience, for those of you that don't know, me and Taylor still actively play um, Heroes. I don't know if this is what you're referring to, Taylor, but shut up. We both play Heroes, and there's been a lot of cool stuff happening in Heroes, and uh, we've been playing that a little bit. But uh, I managed to play some Overwatch. I Scrub. haven't played in, like... Three weeks, and I hate to admit that. You haven't done anything but work for three weeks, so... It's true, it's just... <laughs> None of us have played Overwatch, now we're doing a podcast! Yay! Yay! Oh, yeah. Nothing about this game. I played, I'll carry the show, we're all... Boop! Ah, oh, goddammit, I have to edit that now. Um, hey. but, getting on with the show. Um, yeah, so Anna, she's a support sniper, as we all already know. Uh, there's probably two or three or six of her in a game if you're playing right now. So there's so so. What does she do? Explain that to me. Uh, well, I we think already she covered has a gun? it. Yeah, she has a gun and she shoots it. Um, oh, okay. We kind of covered it in our last episode, but we'll run through it briefly. It's basically she's a support sniper. Um, if she shoots a bad guy, she does damage. If she shoots a good guy, she heals them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Now for the instant parts. Um, now her abilities, uh, are on her shift is she fires a dart at somebody that puts them to sleep. Right on. The sleep lasts for five seconds or until they're, uh, damaged. Very brief summary. And, wow. uh, her, Very brief. her E, her E, she throws a grenade. It heals allies and prevents healing of enemies. While her, her ultimate, her Q... Uh, is she fires a dart at an ally and she makes them basically go, kind of go berserk. They take less stim damage, pack. they do more damage. Yeah, it's a stim pack. It is a, it's a stim pack. They, they do more damage, they take less damage. They move faster. And they move faster. And they they get stunned less. 
It's just all around, you're better now. Enjoy. Cool. So having having played Jersey her character. myself, having played her myself, she she doesn't have the healing output of a mercy for sure. Um, she can kind of do. Is it more like a Lucio? Well, because because Lucio Lucio has like this like ambient healing that kind of goes on, so like yeah. he can kind of keep everyone kind of in the fight a little bit longer, and kind of keep everyone topped off, and then he can do that little burst. Uh, whereas Mercy just like this person is not going to die unless like you really focus on them, and then Zenyatta's kind of like I do my own thing, whereas she she can kind of give like this this burst heal fairly quickly like she can she has six shots in her gun so if she's shooting just her allies she can give a fair amount of health to multiple people assuming she can hit and like aim well at all of them but it's not like a massive heal so she's kind of somewhere in between the i'm gonna t quickly top everyone off and like uh, ambient healing of of lucio but not quite the big burst healing that is mercy so she's got this like interesting niche and also her real strength comes in her utility um the fact that um she can she has a, a, a pretty good stun it's mostly for her to get away if someone gets close to her um, because she doesn't do a lot of damage actually and also headshots don't deal extra damage we have that as confirmation they don't do extra really? damage yeah like in general or just by her by her okay they removed heads from the game, really. <laughs> yeah, that was also in the patch. It was they're just experimenting, really. But um, yeah, no headshot damage, and also both the heal and the damage that she does to enemies with her her main weapon are uh, overtime effects. So like, you could get the lethal shot on an enemy, but he can still kill you while the damage is being done to him. Oh. So like, if yeah. someone gets up close to you, you're probably not going to win like almost definitely that's where the shift comes in you put them to sleep and you run the f away i'm swearing a lot today um and you run away is, is her basic strategy um and then her e can kind of give a big it's a quite substantial heal to uh to allies and it does some damage to enemies and again the big power in it is uh it prevents healing so if you're up against someone with self-healing or if you manage to get uh like a, a Lucio or someone, you can shut down their effectiveness for a couple seconds. If uh, if that Roadhog that you were trying to kill like starts running away and he's going to go heal himself up to full, you uh, tag him with the grenade, then all of a sudden he can't do anything. It's pretty great. It feels good. So, oh, yeah. She, yeah, she's nice. really interesting. Like She's just, again, lots of cool utility. She brings a couple interesting things to the game. Um... And I think one of the most interesting things she does for people is we've all been there. We've been in that game. Um, five of you have selected a character. You're on tank or damage or whatever, and you, you guys have a tank. You have everything but a healer, essentially. And you're waiting on that last guy, Mr. Mr. Team Member 6, to pick a healer. Mr. And, 420 YOLO swag. Yeah, 420 YOLO swag uh, obviously picks Hanzo or Widowmaker. Because that's what Yellow Swag 420 does. Um, so you go, great. Okay, cool. I guess we don't need a tank and I'll be healer. Anna kind of gives an option to those players who just want to... Like, they're, they're, they're twitchy. They like the action of, of, of sniping or, or 
some people like playing snipers because they don't really have to move much. I know that's not the optimal way to play snipers, but that's why some people play them. Anna gives them a choice to have that play style still do some damage to the enemy, but also heal. So the hope is, at least in my, in my hope, is that people will go from Hanzo Widowmaker uh, and McCree, those kind of twitchy characters, they'll go on to Anna, realize, oh, heal healing's actually kind of kind of fun and, and, and super useful, and then they'll move on to some of the other healers. Oh. <laughs> At, uh... Uh, that's a lot of faith in the community. Oh yeah, it'll never come to pass. But I mean, like a man can dream. <clears throat> um, so I, I think that's kind of the niche that, or that's that's one of the reasons why they wanted to release a character like Anna. And I want I want to see if there is any transition. I'm sure there'll be a little bit, but whether it's it's a, a like a, a big a big swing, probably not. But I want I'm I would love sure to see there numbers. will people that play Anna. Yes, uh, I mean right now again, like I was saying, it's hard to get into a game without multiple Annas, but. I like her. She's interesting. Maybe not the most healing in a character, but lots of utility to make up for it. Uh, also, they released a developer update, which is where a lot of our information for today's episode is coming from. But in it, they reaffirmed that they will be adding more characters after Ana, And Ana is not the last character they'll add to the game. I mean, we kind of knew that, though. Yes, they, they have said it before, but it was nice to just have some... Like, plans haven't changed. They are definitely still bringing out characters. No one listens anyways. So. It's true. No one does. Just need to say it enough times, and someone somewhere might hear it sometimes. Yeah. That's might the uh, motto of our podcast, actually. Yeah. Talk, talk to yourself enough, and someone, someone will listen. It, it's like if a tree in a forest falls and no one's around, does anyone hear it? And the answer to that is just cut down more trees. <laughs> And then someone eventually will hear the trees falling. <laughs> exactly. Well, there's all this forest in the way. If we cut down the forest, they'll eventually hear the trees. Someone will yeah. come in and be like, where'd the forest go? <laughs> and, and why do you have a chainsaw? Why is there so much noise? Yes. Um, uh, so, yeah. so, yeah, they're they're kind of... The, with these this, the Anna as this character that's kind of like got some more utility... Also brings up, like, it reminds me of, of Zenyatta, who's another character who, again, is this healer, not quite as bursty as, as um, Mercy or, or that, like, area healing as Lucio, but he kind of has his own, it really his E, his, his debuff, is really, like, his standout quality. Um, but it wasn't enough, people haven't really been using Zenyatta, so they buffed him in this, in this newest patch. Um, it's kind of different from what he, it was in the PTR. Um, and they have openly admitted that they're experimenting with Zenyatta. Um, okay. He, they, they're not quite sure where they want to go with him yet. They, they, they realize, because earlier on in the, um, in the other betas before the game came out, and maybe Taylor, you can speak to this. Zenyatta was a little bit more powerful than he is now. Um, both of his orb effects um, persisted, whether the target was in his sight or not. And that was very, very powerful, especially on characters like Genji or Tracer, who could just, like, with that sustain on them, like, they just became very, very powerful. Um, and also, if you got um, Orb of Discord on you, it could it wouldn't go away unless until you killed the, um, the Zenyatta, where his job was done. He could throw out those orbs and then just hide, which is a little too powerful. So they nerfed him, and unfortunately his 
Having to keep his targets in sight is very, very difficult when he has so little health. So they upped his health. He now has uh, 150 shields and 50 health, so bringing up to 200. Tracer is now the only character with 150 health. Suck it. Uh, they decrease his damage slightly on his main attack. Um, his alt fire now does slightly more. Uh, these are these were small changes. I think they went from like 40 to 35 and from 30 to 35, so it's kind of balanced out if my numbers are correct. So close. But generally, the, that's the gist. I got the numbers wrong. It was close. It was more or less that. Um, and also his... Um, what is it? His ultimate, as we mentioned before on last episode. Uh, his orbs are faster. Oh, yes, correct. Uh, the, his support orbs get there faster. And the Discord ones too, right? Support orbs. Just support? Well, I, I'm saying... Because oh, his, his, yeah. his projectiles are also orbs, so yes, I'm yes. saying support orbs. Yeah, his two orbs that he fires at people. I just I I thought when you were saying support, you meant just the healing one, but you mean you mean both. Gotcha. Good orb of harmony. Um, and then what what do they do with his alt? If you want to enlighten me, uh, it heals for more now because they don't want people bursting through it, and his speed is now doubled upon activation of the alt. Yeah, having seen a Zenyatta in game alting, he moves quick. Like, it's... He's just this machine that's of, of, of healing energies. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. I saw him with the new alt and a Lucio boost as well. It's <laughs> oh my <God>. ridiculous. <laughs> um, that is... That's amazing. Uh, I want them to add an effect to it when he's alting, because now that he's moving so fast, like I was saying, it almost seems comical how fast he's moving, because he still has the same animation. I want there to be, like, an echo effect when he moves. Granted, that might, like, you know, it might help him avoid damage. Well, I mean, he's invulnerable anyways. I want them to give him, like, a kind of, like, a... Just to make it look nice. Yeah, because, like, again, he's just moving so fast, it's silly. So, yeah. Uh, that you would only have to worry about, like, screen clutter and such. Yeah, it, yeah, I know they want to try and keep the games fairly uh, uh, runnable on, on lower-end computers, but it would be nice if they could. Um, now, they were, and Taylor, maybe you can talk about this more, they were saying how they're kind of just still experimenting. Like the, This probably is the end of changes to Zenyatta. Um, I mean, I, I like to think all characters are a work in progress. That's a good way yeah, to Yeah, i got to agree with... Taylor. I think I, I agree with you, but I think they, they meant more of just like in the near future. They they are planning on more changes. They want to see how these work out. See if he's if he's too strong. If he's still not quite strong enough, and they'll they'll change him further in in, in the next upcoming patches. Um, another character that they've been planning on on reworking is Diva. Now Diva got a bit of a rework. They were saying that. They had originally planned to give her more damage, to make her more of a skirmish character. But when they did that, her role changed so much um, that it didn't really fit with the character anymore. Um, and so they decided to go along another route, which was to retool her defense matrix. Uh, how defense matrix now works is closer to Reinhardt's shield. It is uh, by default bound to your right button. And uh, when you, uh, as long as you hold it, she brings up her shield. She's blocking all this damage. When you let it go, she drops it. There's now a bar on the side of your screen that will tell you um, how much charge you have of it, and it'll build up when you're not using it and get used up when you are. 
it's uh it's huh. pretty cool it's 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 easy it's nice and easy it's it's very slick again just like reinhardt and it gives her i have to say a lot more utility because it's not just like i press this button and now i can't really tank for my team for the next like 13 minutes i think the cooldown was uh now yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous 13 yeah. minutes sounds about right 13 minutes 13 seconds sorry uh yeah it, it, it's much more like my my team needs me to block damage for them like i'll charge in there with my shield up and then i, I can still fall back on it and, and kind of protect myself or my team because i still have some charge on it like it's it gives it gives you much more options and it makes her it makes her a better tank which again wasn't the direction i thought they were going to go with her like like me and taylor had been mentioning we were thinking they were going to make her more of a skirmisher like get in your face like kill me or i'll kill you kind of tank i never said that's what i thought well that's what i was saying <laughs> Um, but they 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 decided to give her more um, defense based powers, which I I think was really cool. And I want to ask you what you guys uh, thought about that, and also her other changes, which were the fact that her ultimate was uh, buffed. Just buffed, no specifics, just buff. Well, I was, um, I was hoping one of you could could mention the specifics. Do so. you you think with the def changes to defense matrix, she's a bit sim too similar to Reinhardt now? I did. I did think that before I played her. Mm. While I played her, just the fact that her her other abilities interact with um, defense matrix differently than Reinhardt's. Yes, it is. It, they are more similar now than they were before. But I think that defense matrix works so much better with her kit now. Like the fact that she can charge in, um, and and kind of. Uh, like, sorry, she she can charge in like like block more shots for her for her team. She can shoot shoot around, like she can control more when she's defending and when she's attacking. That kind of gives her more survivability when she's off by herself, but then also lets her defend her team a little bit more like Reinhardt. But they're also different in the fact that Reinhardt's shield will just like stay up as long as as long as it doesn't break from damage. It'll it's just there, and it's also a much bigger area. Whereas hers is a it's a much smaller area. But it goes out farther, so you can kind of block. You can block your allies from different angles, but it doesn't last as long. Like it, it, it's it's on a timer. It's just they're different enough. Are they are they more similar now? Yes. Am I super upset about it? No. They they both have different utilities, especially when you consider the character. Anyways. Shimona. <laughs> Shimona. So. Um, yeah, and, and uh, most of the other changes were from the PTR, not a lot changed from there, so we went over this in the last podcast, right? Yeah, the, the one thing I wanted to, to mention uh, quickly was that they did implement the Mercy changes, which were that her res, Resurrection Ultimate, was uh, nerfed, but also they, they let you do it while on the move, and it will also instantly refresh your shift, so you can, you can, fly, you can get in there while resing people and get get back out of dodge um but they had also been planning on um increasing the damage boost yeah so do you, do you want to uh, talk about it because i i'm a little fuzzy they now. were going to increase your damage boost because people were using your pistol blizzard was just like we don't want people using that pistol i don't even know why we gave her that pistol god <laughs> and then they realized mercy's already the most played support they don't need to buffer yeah, they um, they were thinking of, of 
of upping it from like 30 to 50 like just like a huge increase just so people would stop using the pistol yeah um but they also want to remove um damage amp stacking which basically is multiple mercies on one character would buff that character further so they got rid of that and th that went live but their planned damage amp boost um or a buff i, I guess well uh, didn't go through and I have to agree with you, Taylor. Like, it's not... Again, she's the most used character. Why why buff her further? Granted, they, they gave her one big ability, a fairly substantial nerf. But, uh... It's not going to be enough. I imagine Mercy will still be the main support of the game. I mean, she, that, that I heal is really strong. I, I don't, can't disagree with you. And Resurrect is just too powerful. Yeah. Yep. I think you're right. Uh, some of the other changes that went live, uh, just because there were some differences. Um, McCree now hits harder at range, but will do less damage at extreme range. Um, all characters with self-healing abilities now take longer to get their alts, but on the flip side, uh, self-healing now counts towards your alt timer. So they're all Did roughly... Did say that? Flip side? On still the, a thing? On the... On the uh, Jossum. They still say that. So On the weight side. Yeah. Awesome. Anyways, um, so yeah. I guess just you. All right, go on. People, yeah, me. Um, so yeah, Jacob is one people. Most of the most of the changes went live, but not all of them. If you want a complete rundown of it, I would recommend uh, referencing the patch notes that came with the uh, recent patch. Uh, at the end of the video that we were talking about earlier, the one where uh, Jeff Kaplan, the director of the game, was describing. Their thought processes on the changes and on, on the patch. At the end of it was some weird, like, video error glitch kind of thing. And people were like, huh, that's strange. And obviously all the basement Columbos kind of went, that's, that's a secret. We got to go explore that. And people have managed to find out that that random fuzzy image was actually could actually be converted into a QR code, and the QR code says something to the effect of, um, oh, you managed to get this far, I'll have to make it harder for you. And people are assuming that this is a teaser for the next upcoming character, which again, most people are thinking is Sombra, because the message was in Spanish, and most people are assuming that Sombra is Spanish because Sombra means what in Spanish? Shadow. Shadow. So yeah, we might be getting uh, Sombra a little bit sooner than I expected, maybe in the next month, which would be interesting. I imagine she's just going to be like a recolor of Pharaoh with a gun, maybe <laughs> a bit of red. It's Pharaoh's sister. It's her Spanish sister. And she'll have like rocket boots, but they're pretty much going to be the same person, except Sombra will be more edgy. Yes. I, I agree. I think that that's just like how Reaper is an edgier version of Roadhog. Uh, I feel the refer the joke I was going for is a bit vague. Yeah, no, I, I got it. Nope, Thank flew you. way over my head. Don't Thank you. worry about Thank that. Um, okay, moving on. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so Sombra teaser, that's fun and dandy. Moving on. One big change in the last patch was that in competitive mode, you may now only have one of each character. Again, this is only for competitive mode. 
Um, quick play is is just how it always was. But I wanted to, to discuss this because I know we talked about it before. We all had different opinions on it, and I wanted to see now that it is actually in the game in competitive. Uh, do you think it's a good thing? Well, first, I think this podcast is really structured well because we were like this video about Som- or about Anna, but the patch notes. And back to the video about Anna, and now back to the patch notes. Goes really well. I mean, I am a master of flow. You should hear my mad raps. Moving on. Anyways. <laughs> yes. Uh, sorry, one last thing from the patch notes was the fact that, yeah, you can only use one character uh, in competitive. And I, I'm not sure how to feel about that. I mean... We were so what do you mean by one character? If you, you can only, like, at the beginning of the game, you choose one character no, 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 and that's no, no. it. You're locked in? No. Okay. Um, if someone picks Tracer, you cannot pick Tracer until they pick someone else. Right. That's, that's how what it I was works. thinking. Yep. Yeah. It's but not that you're locked in. What if everyone else has been picked, so you can only pick one other person? In the, in the rare instance where you are on a 22 versus 22 game. So does that count for the other team, too? Like, if they pick Tracer on the other team, you can't pick Tracer on your team? No, it is only on your okay, team. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. You didn't think Blizzard was that crazy. <laughs> A little no, did I you didn't, know. But, uh, but the way you were kind of explaining it might have led me to believe that it might have been like that. Yes. I blame Jacob. Yeah, well, I'm uh, an awesome explainer, and uh, that's just what you I think You should see his mad rap skills. Yeah. <laughs> now, I actually did write... I I just remembered. I wrote a Pharaoh rap. No, not oh, today. Because I needed deep in my soul to rap something with Emotep, and I'm so proud of myself. I won't get into it today because I don't want to hurt people <laughs> with my mad flow. Um, so yes, getting back to the competitive change. I, Taylor, you and me were kind of in the same boat earlier in that we like hero stacking we like seeing multiples of the same character because it is a strategy it is a viable strategy that hopefully isn't too powerful i i was for it if it was balanced yes if and if that's the key thing if it was balanced and brandon uh would you like to enlighten us on your opinion of uh, hero stacking yeah i was completely against it um especially in the competitive scene i mean i can i can see it being a fun quirky thing to do in quick let's play, all be but... genjis yeah but um, like they have game modes specifically for, like, doing like hero stacking like that, like Genji versus Hanzo, like, where you can only be Genji and Hanzos and uh, and other stuff like that, like Mercies and uh, Pharaohs, yeah. Like, like they have that like weekly game mode where it changes every week and uh, yeah, and, like that's just set. There, there's 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 yeah. a time and place for hero stacking. But not in competitive, as what you were saying. That's that's what I'm saying, right? Like, it should just not be a valid option. And I'm glad that they changed it so that there is no hero stacking. Because in in real competitive games, it's about skill and not. Cheesy I mean, it's, it's team skill, really. But like, not. What uh, if you're all just really good at tracer? <laughs> see, that's the thing. Like, it's like doing that in hero uh, in Heroes of the Storm. Like, you can only choose one character. And, uh, I mean, if you have a team that's really good as Vala, I mean, it's just, it's almost not fair. Well, I mean, like, 
Bala's not that broken. <laughs> no, I know. I know what you mean. I'm just trying to use character as an example. Kael'thas, Leaning, Tracer still. Tracer. <laughs> okay, well, we're not going to talk about my bad hero's memory. <laughs> now, I want, I, want, I want to address that. The I don't think uh, in Heroes, all, everyone being Vala, like you said, or, or even the strongest character... I don't think everyone on a team being that and then the other team having another team uh, would be all that good. Especially because in Heroes, you are locked in on that character. And That's... like, there's a reason why the teams have supports. There's a reason why people people have a tank. There's a reason why some teams have multiples of those. Um, and it's because like the, you need that utility on the battlefield to succeed. Like that, That is kind of how the game is designed... And it's, it's also like, it is the winningest strategy over a long period of time yeah. in a game where you're locked in. And whereas in Overwatch, you can you can switch fluidly. Like, as soon as you're dead, you can respawn as another character. Um, I still believe you need that, um, what, what you were just saying. Like, you need that diversity in, in, uh, in Overwatch as well. Like, you need those tanks, you need those supports. And if you're not working as a team, you're going to fail. And that's exactly why I think that they needed to take out hero stacking. Yeah, I need that I, diversity. I, I I think that the main difference, like I think you, me, and Taylor kind of agree generally about the, how to deal with hero stacking. Yeah. You want it just not an option, obviously. And yeah. and me and Taylor. Well, quick play is fine, but I mean, yeah. in competitive, I feel like it just shouldn't be an option. Whereas whereas me and Taylor kind of are on the side that like we we just want we don't want to see it, but again, we don't want to be too strong. We want it to be balanced so that it it comes up every now and then. It's a fun thing. But eventually, the enemy team will defeat it because it has inherent weaknesses. Um, I'm just like, yeah, I can kill six watermakers. Bring it. Yeah, <laughs> I can. I can snipe them. I'll just jump up there with my my Winston and snipe them with my laser gun. Um, but and I think that's that was kind of Blizzard's take on it for a while. But I think they've kind of reconsidered and hearing their argument, I I kind of agree with them. They were saying basically. The problem with hero stacking, especially in competitive with sudden death and, and all that nonsense, is um, that, yes, you can counter six Winstons, uh, six Tracers, four, four McCrees and, uh, and a healer, what have you, whatever, whatever hero stacking strategy. You can counter it. It does have inherent weaknesses that, over the course of the game, you can counter and the enemy team will, have to, will be forced to switch. The problem with it, especially in limited time modes like um, Sudden Death, um, or in competitive where it's like you get to that first point and capture it as fast as possible so we have the most time to capture the next one. The problem with it is that if the team attacking on Sudden Death busts out with six Winstons and manages to capture that first point, that's it. They won. Yes, the defending team could defend against those six Winstons, but only if they knew that it was coming. And they don't exactly. know that for a fact. So they are inherently at a disadvantage because, disadvantage because they had a balanced team that was ready to, hopefully, counter a general uh, strategy from their opponents, and their opponents went way to the left and just and can just blow past them and, and capture that point, and that's all they need to do. Obviously, if they were going on to, to objective B or what have you, they would need to switch. But again, in this in this um, in sudden death, it's all about capturing that first point. 
and in competitive in general, like just capture the points as quickly as possible. Whatever strategy you have, you don't have really the luxury of time because time is really, really important. It's not just capture that point whenever and then you win. It's get it faster than your opponent. Um, and I think that's why they got rid of it because those strategies can be very effective, almost too effective. And this is the easiest way of, of dealing with it. Um, whether they keep it, I don't think even they know. I think they pretty much said as much, that they're still kind of figuring things out. But for now, I don't think it's the worst change in the world. Do I want to see hero stacking back? Yes. But I don't want it to be in the game if it's going to make competitive less balanced. Um, does anyone have any other opinions on that? Um, I mean... I just don't want to see it at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with my opinion. Like, I just completely... Uh, I, I just don't like it. You just you want to see the, like the other characters. You want a, a, a balanced match. Like, you want yeah, to see... I really do. I want a balanced match. The game and I want the match, match to played. come down to skill and teamwork. As opposed to just some weird, cheesy strategy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can kind of see the, the, the merit in that. There is like, no higher skill cap than six pool come on <laughs> don't be silly oh man so many nightmares about six pools um i'm of the opinion that i don't care because i don't play competitive <laughs> so yeah yeah so that's the the hero stacking discussion revisited part two revengeing so we can move on to some of our final um, news topics. Uh, Taylor, you mentioned there was going to be a comic? Yeah, Dark Horse making a comic. It's going to be like 100 pages. It's going to come out like next year. Wow. While. It's going to be wow. about the original Overwatch strike team. It takes a while to make a comic book, guys. Come to fuck down. No, like I'm, I, was, I was saying wow at 100 pages. Is that going to be a single issue or multiple issues? Uh, like, adding up to 100 pages. It just might be like this graphic novel. Hmm. I can dig it. Sounds cool. I don't really read comic comics a lot. I mean, almost never. I'm I. Uh, this might come as a shock to some people, but I don't like Marvel or DC. Um, many comic books I find are very very silly, especially over a long time. The storylines get way too ridiculous for me. Um, but graphic no graphic novels, whether it's a confined story, um, I quite like. I haven't read many. But the ones I have, I was like, this was, this was really good. This is a good story. It has some good, like, pictures to go with the words. I'm happy. Graphic novel is really just a posh word for comic book. <laughs> well, perhaps I like the elegance of... I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, but yeah, I'm cool with the comics. I haven't really been enjoying the comics they've released. The, the web comics. Okay, the, those are also still by Dark Horse, so... They are? I believe so. They're all under... They're all by different artists and writers, I believe. Maybe all still from Dark Horse. Dark Horse is more than one person. Yes, I know that. No, it, he, it is the Dark Horse. The Dark Horse is writing... The First name Overwatch Dark, comic. last name Horse. His parents were really messed up. <laughs> um, you should talk to his uh, his uh, cousin, Dark uh, Black Sheep. And that cousin's cousin's cousin, Sombra. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's been a weird day. Anyways, Dark Horse Comics, yeah. I haven't really been enjoying 
the the comics they've released so far. I, some of them were okay. I particularly liked the the Symmetra one was pretty cool. Um, I liked the uh, what's his name the uh, guy with Tarbjorn? the show, Reinhardt. I like Reinhardt. I did not enjoy Torbjorn's um, Tarbjorn. I think those were the only two I really liked. And I think the reason I liked them was they kind of one touched on it and one was a little bit more present. Uh, they both kind of touched on mental issues, which I found was interesting. Um, uh, I, I mean, uh, Symmetra was kind of hinted at that she has autism, which I think was uh, interesting to have in a, in a character, uh, as uh, in a game as big as Overwatch for a character. Um, while Reinhardt seems to be delusional, he actively believes that the people he's fighting are mythical beasts and that he's a knight. And I find that insanely interesting for a character. Yeah, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so he's right? Don Quixote. Yeah, like he, he yes. is Don Quixote. Like I just thought like that was so cool to have as a part of this character because in the in the game, you know, like bef- uh, if you didn't read the comic, like he's just this big goofy guy in a suit of armor and like, "Oh yes, I love Hasselhoff." And this is like this funny German character, but then you get into it and like under that helmet through his eyes, he's seeing the world in a completely different way than normal people are, are seeing it. I just found that super interesting. So when the comics explore more interesting characters, uh, aspects of the character, I enjoy them. But many of them have just been Tarbjorn. He, he's a good mechanic, and he was working for the Omnics, and he's a super good mechanic, and he's better than everyone else. McCree, he's a super good shot, and he's better than everyone else, and he was working for Blackwatch. Like, there was just like, like okay, you, you told me a little bit more about them, but it was just like, these guys are really cool people. Great. They're the best. I get it. Um, uh, so Torbjorn is actually Hans Swan from StarCraft Two. Yes, that's true. They're both dwarves. Oh, that's awful! I hate that. <laughs> I didn't mind Swan. I hated him because he was all like, he hey, his thing trumped story gameplay because of him. Gameplay mechanics trump story, and I was like, that's stupid. That's just stupid. I mean, t- small tangent. Sorry, Overwatch listeners, but what are you talking about? Um, well, like, it, it, for the gameplay of StarCraft Two: Wings of Liberty, they wanted to have it so, like, you could unlock the new mechanical units, and where, like, over time, and, like, how, how you get them, and it's all through Swan, and he's like, I found this blueprint of, like, Odin, and it's, like, half burnt, but I made a better one, because I'm Swan, <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, he is kind of the... I, I kind of see your point. He is the kind of the walking epitome of, like, StarCraft 1, really cool game mechanically, kind of janky because of the age, but also, like, had a very deep lore. StarCraft 2... Come on. StarCraft 2, less janky, um, but they completely butchered the lore to make the campaign fun. I can, I can see that. And, yeah, Swan is just kind of, like, the, the walking personification of that problem. Um, but getting we back did a to podcast it. on this, anyways. We, if we you're did. curious about more, actually, our our press eight pimpin press eight a podcast again. It's back, guys. Press eight a podcast, um, uh, or rather, it was called Press A to Starcraft. I think it's one of our better episodes. Like that, that one was really, really good. I'm really proud of that. Anyways, getting back to Overtime and Overwatch. Um, what game? Who? Tracer is who. The cavalry guys. It's it's Tracer. She's she's a character in in the game. 
So we'll talk really? about her. She's an assassin. She's not an assassin. She's an offense character. I'm I thought she was you. from Heroes of the Storm. Listen, she, she, actually, yeah, what I said was is true. She's an assassin character from Heroes of the Storm. Wait, you mean Heroes of the Storm didn't get her from Hearthstone? <laughs> Which got her from Warcraft 2. I thought she was in Diablo. <laughs> oh, again, side tangent, guys. I just picked up D&D Diablo 2. Super excited, and we're going to play. Anyways, back to the game. Um, so Tracer is a harassment character. Um, she she's kind of the the poster child of the game. Uh, everyone but the Brits love her because she's got an awful accent, and the Brit Brits have kind of grudgingly come to terms with the fact that she's just super cool. You don't hear that accent in games often, anyways, so why not have it? Her real name is Liana Oxton. Uh, she's twenty six, oh, which is one of she's actually one of the younger characters in the game. She's essentially a baby. More or less. Um, and basically her uh, story is that she was a... Uh, actually, does anyone else know her story well, or should I just continue rambling? Uh, she was test pilot, and then it went completely, and then she was stuck, stuck in time, and then Reverse Flash came and saved her. <laughs> More or less, yeah. She, she was a, a pilot for the experimental Slipstream uh, fighter jet, which was using this kind of chronal accelerator, I believe they called it, to make it blink through time or something. But it had a malfunction, and she disappeared along with the plane. She eventually reappeared, but she couldn't stay... She couldn't stay in that space and time. She would just, like, disappear for uh, months at a time and come back. And they kind of managed to, to... Rather, Winston managed to research her condition and build the chronal accelerator device, which is that big, long thing on her chest, to keep her rooted in the present. Um, this device also let her manipulate um, her space-time, so she, that's how she can blink and rewind and all those cool stuff. And she basically became, after this, one of the most prolific um, members of Overwatch. She was kind of the, the shining example of the best of Overwatch, more so than um, than uh, Soldier 76 in uh, in the later days of Overwatch. She was just like, I'm here to just be a good person and, and protect the world. Um, and her reputation was never really tarnished even after the fall of Overwatch, and many young people actually idolized her. Um, from the random... a living god. A living legend. Heroes never die and also become gods. Um, so, yeah, from, from the many uh, trailers that we've seen of her, she's had many a scuffle with Widowmaker. Um, she has uh, been called back by Winston in the Overwatch recall that we, that we witnessed... Uh, but other than that, we don't really know too much more about her. Um, but she's definitely an important character in the lore. Now, as for her, <clears throat> excuse me, as for her abilities, um, like I mentioned, uh, Tracer has the blink ability on her shift. She has three charges of it, which let her go uh, forward, uh, like continue her trajectory and kind of blink, teleport there, a short distance. Uh, she can use this to cross gaps. Uh, move and move around the battlefield quickly. Get to health packs is, is super uh, important with Tracer because she has some of the, one of the lowest health pools in the game. Uh, her E, which is on a fairly substantial cooldown, is the Rewind, which puts, puts her back to wherever she was three seconds ago, along with the same ammo and health, I believe. Is the ammo correct? I uh, don't know about ammo. I think it I might actually... I think it completely refills her ammo. Um... Her Q is the um, 
pulse bomb, which is she she unfortunately she kind of throws like a girl. Um, to say that she throws a bomb very short distance, you're very encouraged to blink or recall out of there once you've planted it. She essentially um, just drops it. She yeah, drops it, the bomb it, at her feet, basically. Um, yeah, it, especially it if she's looking at the feet. <laughs> she it does a lot of damage in a smallish area. If she sticks it on someone, they get stuck. It gets stuck to them, and they will almost certainly die unless they have a Lucio um, alt on them or something to that effect. Her basic attack, um, Taylor. Do you want to get into that? Uh, we're talking about her normal gun attack. Mm-hmm. It just shoots. It shoots bullets real fast. Yeah, that that's essentially it. Nothing too crazy about that. Um, well, one interesting thing I, I find about it is that, like, she could put out a lot of damage really fast, but she has to stop fairly constantly to reload. And it becomes a very important, um, balancing act for you as a, as a, as a character. Like, yeah, if you're just starting to play with her, you're just going to keep blasting with her gun, reload, and keep blasting. If you want to get in there and do as much damage as you want, as you can, and then dart out of there because your, your health is, is real low, you want to get in there with a full clip unload it totally on one character and then, again, recall out of there or, or what have you. Um, nah, you just keep shooting until they're dead. <laughs> you want to try and, and, and blink out, reload, blink back in. Like You, you want to kind of maximize the amount of time that you're putting out damage uh, or, sorry, you want to minimize the amount of time that where you're not putting out damage and also in the line of fire is a good strategy for her. Um, but yeah, have you guys? how familiar are you guys with uh, using Tracer? Uh, I'm not that familiar. I haven't used Tracer that much. Yeah, she's not one of my main characters. I have tried her a little bit because she does fulfill a valuable role. Uh, Taylor, what about you? Um, she requires to aim well, so I can't play her very good. <laughs> yeah, she, she like we were saying, she needs to uh, track her targets pretty well. But I think uh, both, actually all three of us, kind of gravitate more towards Genji in the role that those two characters kind of fulfill, which is like this this backline harass character. Now, obviously, yep. they have differences. Um, this is where Jacob says she has a higher skill cap than get. She actually <laughs> probably does. She, like, her her twitching, like, she's so twitchy. She's even more twitchy than, than Hanzo. Um, both of them need to have very good map awareness. Um, I don't, would, I wouldn't say Hanzo's too twitchy. Or not Hanzo, Genji. Yeah, um, yeah. She's definitely more twitchy than 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 Genji. Genji does need some accuracy with his shuriken's, um, but they're much slower. Whereas she, again, constantly needs to track. They both need. Did I say Hanzo again? No, you called it a shuriken. <laughs> I didn't hear that. Shuriken. <laughs> um, well, he's throwing hadoukens. Sorry, my my bad. Um, so he 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 throws the hadoukens a little bit slower than than Tracer, but they both need. Um, really good map awareness. Genji, because of his, his double jump and his, his wall climb, can kind of get to places most characters can't. Uh, Tracer, because of her low health pool, needs to find health packs very uh, consistently. So she needs to know where they are, what's the fastest route to get to them, uh, what gaps she can blink across. Um, but yeah, they're, they're both kind of just to, to be in the back and kind of deal damage to those squishy characters, the healers and, 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 what, and the snipers and what have you. Um, but yeah, I, I think we, we all kind of prefer 
Denji in that role. Because, yeah, you need a lot of coordination to, to play Tracer. I know a guy who plays nothing but Tracer, and he actually got really stupidly good at Tracer. I, I was imagine. like, how? How? How is Tracer a thing? Like, watching him play, it's like, you're the most broken character in the game. <laughs> I, I have to agree. Like, as much as I hate Hanzo, I feel like, the reason I hate Hanzo is because I feel like it doesn't take a lot of skill to play him well. With Tracer, when I come up against a good Tracer, I just feel crushed. Because unless I switch to Winston or, or a character like that, it is so hard to deal with. Or like, it's one of the few characters in this game that like forces me, like more than any other character, to, to switch who I'm doing, to change what I'm doing, to try and kill them. Because they, they can just abuse that mobility so much. It's, it's kind of insane. But again, the, that level of skill you don't see very often. So when it's just especially like, at our skill level, as, yeah, especially anyone who's that, who's that good a tracer probably won't stay at our level very long. Um, but yeah, tracer tracer is a really cool character, but you need to be good with her, um, which is kind of a I won't say shame, but it's interesting that one of their most popular characters, the poster child for Overwatch, is one of the most difficult characters to learn in the game. Yeah, that, that is kind of interesting, if you think about it. If you really think about it. If you think about it, Jacob's horrible at accents. Listen, all right, all right, I will, I will. I'll keep talking like this. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Cheers, I think the love. first word almost sounded like Trace's accent, but then it just... It went... I don't Trailed even know if you very say quickly. downhill. Cheerio, it's love! such an incline, I don't think that's categorized <laughs> as a hill anymore. One cool thing I noticed about Tracer is that her arm gauntlets, I always thought they were like, I don't know, maneuvering thrusters or, or something. Like, I, I wasn't quite sure why they were there. They're actually gun holsters. Her pistols go into those little armadoos. Yeah. I didn't know that. I, I thought that was super cool. What? She's not going to carry pistols on her body. <laughs> right? Who does that? McCree's, that's who. Um... I also found her her um, personality is very interesting. Uh, obviously, there was that, that big discussion uh, a while ago about her, her butt pose. But um, it brought up one thing that I, I did want to discuss, which was the fact that there are characters in the game who are supposed to be that, 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 that sexualized character. Like, like, they own their sexuality, and, and that's how they portray themselves as a character. Like Bastion. Yeah, like Bastion, exactly. He's just this just this big, throbbing robot. Um, but Tracer is... Yes, she's... I mean, we're talking about a, a video game character, but she is an attractive um, uh, character. But, Jacob has a crush on Tracer. <laughs> but she... But, like, overt sexuality isn't part of her character, which I, which I thought was interesting. Like, she's, she's fun, she's giggly, she's, she's almost childish... She's she's got this like very very carefree attitude about her, and that's that's really what defines her character, and it's not the fact that she has a great ass. Still not the heart. Like I still believe you have a crush on her at this point. <laughs> um, but I mean, 
people will sexualize everything. Oh yeah, Bastion, no. So. Don't 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 Google Tracer for very long because you will eventually get to the the not so kid friendly stuff. Or and, or do. And, and you'll find like tracer darts and like things that aren't related to Overwatch. <laughs> I was talking about the dart. It's got a very a, appealing figure. And, and like Straight. you use it for nefarious purposes. Listen, I not too long ago had a really big uh, nerf gun fight. That was fun. Not gonna lie. I also feel it's mostly you and me, Jacob. Brandon's not talking a lot. I, I feel like he might have left. He might have had to go. Um, oh. But that's all right because uh, we're at the end of the show. Um, I uh, no plays of the week this week um, as tra uh, tracer as tracer Taylor was saying um, he hasn't played the game much and I uh, also been very busy. I think my favorite moment and last week was um, again I got into the game to play uh, with Anna. I didn't I didn't want to be here. I'd already tried it in the PTR and I knew she'd be very popular. So I was going to try out one of the other characters. But on my team, there was th three, then two Annas. Uh, Annas, sorry. And um, we were losing horribly. The enemy team had five players on fire. We couldn't get fast past the first point on Numbani. Like, not even close. Um, and someone said something to the effect of, Wow, it sure would be great if we had one less Anna. Uh, can someone please switch? And one of the characters, it, like, like, he had it ready. Like, it, he was just waiting for someone to, to call him out on. He's like, I'm not switching. Back off. Um, and someone said, well, that kind of sucks, man. Like, it, we would really be cool if, if you would switch off Anna. It's like, nope, I'm not doing it. Back off. In not so nice words. Uh, At that point, I would have switched to Anna myself. Right? I, Same. I wanted to. Hey, Brent's back. I kind of wanted to. Um, but then the other person who was Anna switched off. Not that it helped us. It was like, there was like... 50 seconds to go and we lost horribly but uh it was um more or less what i expected new character comes out especially in a game that doesn't have a hero like a number of hero limit uh so just lots of lots of animals going around and i do not want to go to uh competitive mode right now because granted there can only be one anna but it probably won't be a good one hey Oh, so you're saying Anna's the worst character in the game and she needs to be buffed? Objectively the worst character. Even worse than Hanzo. Hey, hey, hey. Hanzo's great. Like, not, not even... I'm not talking about, like, like gameplay perspective. Just, like, morally, ethically, uh, uh, artistically, everything. Anna, just worst character. Worst character NA. People know you're being sarcastic, but they still don't like you. <laughs> I quite enjoy Anna. I'm really... I'm one of those people who were excited to see a an elderly female portrayed in a game she's the grandma of the team she's guys. the mom we've, we've got we've got uh we've got uh dad 67 or 76 and now we've got uh anna mom no she's the grandmother oh my god mercy's the mom oh god anna's the grandmother mercy's the fun uh aunt no, 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 she's the mom. She sold her a thing. If if you don't go to the school of her and Farrah is the thing. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. I, think I didn't I... even know that was a ship until Anna came out. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm just like, what? Really? Okay, I mean, alrighty. Um, like, at this point, I shouldn't be surprised that anyone shipped together. Like, I mean, it's I... it's Torbjorn and everybody. 
According to my cousin, it's Torbjorn and everybody. Uh, my favorite ship that I just made up is Reaper and the bird Bastion has. Especially in Reaper's Plague Doctor uh, uh, costume. Alright, we've clearly gone off the deep end, guys. I think we'll wrap it up now. So I think I never came to the Shallows this episode once. This sh <laughs> um, yes. The... Oh, quickly, a uh, quick counter to, to Reaper. Or not Reaper, Tracer. Quick counter to Tracer. Winston. Winston. Winston is the number one counter to Tracer. She just she can't do enough damage to uh, take him out. She can't do enough damage against most tanks, really. Um, she can annoy them, but uh, Winston can just uh, take her down because his um, gun tracks for you. Uh, because she's moving so fast, you just ha kind of have to point in her general direction. Um... Uh, Roadhogs, if they can catch her, but that's not super, super effective. I would stick to to, um, to Tracer. I've even had some success with uh, uh, Symmetra, just because, again, she doesn't have to um, aim super well with her gun. Uh, do you guys have any other counters to her? Torbjorn turret. Yep. It tracks pretty well. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Totally I mean, she, she can blink. Well. She can blink around them, but for lower skill, uh, skilled tracers, definitely Torbjorn could be a bit of a excuse me challenge. So yeah, that's Tracer. That's the show. If you guys like what you hear here today, you can please consider it, uh, consider following or subscribing us on whatever podcast catching app you're using. Be it iTunes, we're on Google Play now, um, Pod Addict, whichever. Um, if you can rate us, giving it, give us a rating always helps the show out to, to reach a new audience. Um, we have another show called Press A to Podcast, which I mentioned earlier. We'll review a different video game every episode. You can follow that show on Twitter and at YouTube at Press A to Podcast. Um, for overtime updates, you can follow us at OW Overtime on Twitter. And you can also send us emails uh, for comments, questions, concerns at owovertime at gmail.com. That's owovertime at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys, but that pretty much does it. So for me, Taylor, Brandon, have a good one. Still haven't found a good outro, eh? Nope, still working on it. I might settle on have a good one. I don't know. I liked the, for me, Taylor and Brandon, unless I can kind of work you guys into it, because I talk a lot. Like, a lot. But I thought that episode... Maybe something related to, like, that was play of the game, or uh, that's... Stay frosty. Uh, Some play on overtime. Take it easy. Our time's over for overtime. I don't know. H the Husky Husky? <laughs>